You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williams. And Matt, you brought up Kirk Cousins in the last. Uh, yeah, segment. let's go down that road. Okay. Uh, so Kirk Cousins in 2017 goes from Washington to Minnesota. And for people who don't remember, he was franchised three times in a row by the Redskins at the time. Yeah, uh, which was not the best way to do business. And but then made Min- him a very rich man. Yeah. And then Minnesota guaranteed, fully guaranteed his contracts. I bring him right, up right. because. If you look at uh, his numbers mm-hmm. and say, boy, Kirk Cousins has been a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. But what was in place in Minnesota when he got there? A lot. A solid infrastructure with a good coach and a great defense at the time. And two really Dalvin good Cook. wide receivers. Yeah. And, I mean, a running game and the Kubiak-type scheme um, and good receivers. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, he's one of the re- – I'm not going to sit here and kill Kirk Cousins. He's a top 20 quarterback. and. He's had some good moments. Um, he's not for me, to be honest with you. But his stats will look better than the player, too, because yeah. he's played every game. You know, I mean, he's a compiler. He's a compiler. He had great wide receivers. And then you look at the numbers jumped. I mean, Diggs was a great player for Minnesota, yeah. if people forget. And his first, was even yeah. better back then. His first two years in Minnesota, 2018-2019, he threw 30 and 26 touchdown passes. He had... Uh, 4,200, almost 4,300 yards, and then he had 36.03 his second year Okay, in 15 games. Makes sense. The last two seasons, uh, 42.65 last year, Mm -hmm. 35 touchdown passes, 13 interceptions. This year, uh, 42.22, he missed a game game, Mm -hmm. and had 33 touchdown passes and seven interceptions. So his last year in, in 2019, he had 26 touchdown passes, six interceptions. Yeah. Justin Jefferson arrives last year. Right. I mean, they trade Diggs for a first, and Got Jefferson better. comes in as a rookie. And, yeah, <laughs> right, and, and cheaper. Yeah, I mean, better amazing situation. Right, everyone was happy. He's an average quarterback. He's an average quarterback. To me, he's probably the most average quarterback. And probably yet— 15 better, 15 worse. Yeah. You know? And yet you look at those numbers he's putting up because great receivers— Great, great players around him. Yes, that's you know people say we well, have to you have to have a the, the franchise quarterback. And you look at the playoffs, you go, okay, maybe there's something to that. Oh, the right, teams, right, right. teams that are still alive still have a fran- franchise type quarterback. Sure, I'd like to have Mahomes or Josh Allen. But then you <laughs> see Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill. Right, 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 uh, right. You know they're not all and some young guys too. Yeah. You know, Burrow's still learning and right. you know those type of guys. A um, couple cousins, quick notes. Um. I give him a lot of credit because at Michigan State, the biggest reason he was a fourth-round pick, which was happened to be the year they draft RG3, which is strange. Bonkers. Yeah, bonkers. But he's not young. I mean, he's Andrew Luck, RG3. He's, he's 33. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's been around. But, boy, even Pursuta will tell you, the Michigan State homer, boy, did he turn the ball over. And even when he came in the league preseason, the first three or four years, his interception rate, you know, the percentage of throws that got picked, was like the most in history. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was unbelievably bad. And he's really cut back on that. I, I Deep down, I wonder, 
Is it still in his DNA? You know, I, I don't there's know. Some, there's some, again, Especially there's some the lights interception luck yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, even the game against the Steelers, he threw some balls that were just. Right. He was not good in that he game. He was not good in that game. But he fell into a really good spot in Minnesota in that Dalvin Cook's going to be the foundation of that offense, no matter who your receivers are. To your point, two really good receivers, always at the bottom of the league in three receiver sets. They had two good ones, and they played those guys in a fullback or an extra tight end with a good defensive-minded head coach. And all year I called them middling Minnesota. You know, when it was all said and done, they're about the most average team in the league with about the most average quarterback in the league. And that's why Zimmer didn't get fired because he's a bad coach. They just need to, you know, turn that thing upside down. You know what his career record is? Zimmer or Cousins? Cousins. Under 500? 59. 59 and 2. Wow. He's even <laughs> Steven. Middling Minnesota. You can't yeah, right. Be any more even than that. He is the, the definition of an average NFL quarterback. But you put. If if your defense if their defense was better now, mm-hmm. they would have been a far better team. Like, oh yeah yeah yeah, like it has been under yeah. Zimmer it's because been the a numbers good defense, the right. numbers are there. It's it's not just about the numbers. It's about being no, no. can you can you win games when when the games are on the line. See, this is where my argument's going to get a little skewed because, boy, his record in primetime games is terrible. I, I bet he has very few come from behind victories. I, I don't know that number. I'm just totally guessing. Although he has 14 in his career. Fourth, okay, and he's played a lot of 14 games. 14 fourth quarter. Again, 120 career starts, mm-hmm. and he has 14 fourth quarter comebacks. So, let's spin it to the Steelers. If if you would if Ben would retired last year and they gave you Kirk Cousins for free and he'd have been your quarterback this year, I think the offensive numbers would have been way better. I think they probably win more games, but I don't know about that part because I think we'll all concede Cousins is a better player than the 2021 version of Ben. But, but is he in the fourth quarter <laughs> right. with three minutes left in the game and you've gained all that knowledge of 57 minutes You might have had play. the same 9-7-1 and one record. Right. You just got there differently. And you're the 20th ranked offense instead of 28th or whatever. Yeah. You have better yards per play and the first quarters are prettier. And is that worth $30 million in cap space and a substantial pick? Yeah. I don't think it is. To me, that was the value of Roethlisberger this year. Right. I mean, say he had six fourth-quarter comebacks. That led the NFL. Mm-hmm. Now, you could say, well, he was part of building it. He, he's the first one to admit. You know, I've asked him about that before. You know, what's the, you know, what do you feel? You know, you have all these fourth-quarter comebacks. What's, right. What's that mean to you? It means I stunk for the first. And I say you could joke about it and be like, <laughs> I never should have been losing. Yeah, you know, right, of course. But they're there. And the only two guys who are better than him in history, in the history of the game, are Manning and Brady. Yeah. Well, they didn't stink in all those games either. No, they played a ton of them. And <laughs> yeah. Right, absolutely. Um, also, there's a factor of, let's say, I mean, I'm making stuff up, but let's say T.J. Watt, Najee Harris go in the Hall of Fame 10, 12 years from now, and in their speech they say, what I learned from Ben my rookie year early in my career Help make me the player I am today. Like in Ben's speech, I bet he mentions Bettis. You know what I mean? Oh, without a doubt. Was yeah. Jerome the best running back in the league anymore? No. You know, yeah. I mean, he He's was a part time player. player. Right. Yeah. So there's but that kind of stuff to the too. Team. Right. Yeah. That taught you what it's like. You know, guys like Najee say, Yeah, I played with Ben on Madden growing up, and now he's my quarterback. You know, yeah. Cousins isn't going to do that. Right. You know what I mean? You know, it's, it's, it, you know, after the game on Sunday, um, Roethlisberger asked, was asked, you know, what uh, 
can't remember exactly how it was phrased, but it was something about his his legacy or something like that. And he okay. said that, you know, he basically went to Cam Hayward after the game, gave him a hug, and said, "It's your team now. Yeah, now, now it's on you to 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 pay that forward. Sure, sure. You know, to be that guy. And that's how the things have always worked around here. They yeah. lost a lot of those in the last year or so. A lot of the offensive linemen. I mean, Pouncey yeah. carried a. That's big why stick you couldn't and, afford to lose Ben Roethlisberger. Imagine, right? You know, Mason Rudolph. If he had have started this year mm-hmm. and been the Mason Rudolph's your starting quarterback, would his numbers have been remarkably different than those that Roethlisberger put up? I don't think so. When it's all said, I, I don't done. think so either. Right, he would have been the X-rated you know, passer. 20, 20 to twenty-five touchdown passes. And, yeah, you know, ten interceptions and whatever it may be. Yeah. But On they, paper, it wouldn't look much different. But I they doubt. wouldn't have won nine games. I don't think they would have either. I don't. Uh, you mentioned, you know, we kind of mentioned Stephon Diggs. I threw Josh Allen out there. I have great respect for the Bills organization. I mean, that, the, the guys that are in charge of the Bills organization came up from Carolina, basically. And what I thought was Carolina super smart. Use some of those guys. All those guys now. <laughs> what was super smart, if you go back over those couple off seasons, after they drafted Allen, all their – free agent money went to the offensive side of the ball. All their draft picks went to the defense. They drafted Edmonds and Oliver and all those guys. They didn't want a young, you know, bucking Bronco quarterback who is loads of ability, but it is there's no fine-tuning yet. That's why they traded for Diggs. That's, they went out and they signed like seven offensive linemen in one offseason. None of them were superstars. But everyone on that offense, early in Allen's career, were older guys. You yeah, know? I mean, and that's really what the Steelers—that's what the Steelers had in, in 2004 with Roethlisberger, right? And they had the reciprocal, the, the yang you, of it. You this had year. a veteran right. offensive line. You had veteran receivers. You mm-hmm. had a veteran running back. Right. Even two of them, because you you still do Staley that year too. Right, you end up going on to be a coach. Yeah. I mean, it was good influence. You know? Um, you know, you had a you had a good young improving defense. You know, mm-hmm. they just drafted Troy Polamalu, and and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And that was Casey Hampton was in his and, third right, year. Right. You know, th- these were guys that were Aaron Smith. Yeah, and, were I mean, on the on the barrier on, and yeah. those guys. Right, right. Um, and and so it was the perfect storm. Yeah. Can no. you ha- you know what do you have to do to build that now? That's what's interesting to me is how will they address the roster in terms of age differences. You don't want to be too young. You don't want to be too old. You know, um, they're not going to have a 35-plus-year-old quarterback. I'm pretty certain of that. Yeah. And the offense is going to the, be young. The, 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 the older quarterback is like having five veterans oh, 100%. On, 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 your, on, that, on that same yeah. unit. Because every he got the ball every every play. Every I mean, play. He's, right, you know, he's audibling yeah, and calling the side. Juju Smith-Schuster right. said it perfectly after the game that, you know, Watching Ben and run a no huddle is like, you know, it's just complete backyard football. He's telling five different receivers, okay, you run a post, you're going to run the pattern, watch for the watch for the safety, do, yeah, you know, jumping yeah. inside on this, all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> Stepping to the line of scrimmage, figuring out who the mic is, snap the football and, and let it go. And doesn't even bat an eye. Yeah. He's done it 8,000 you times. You're not going to have sleep. that. You're not going to have that. They're 100% right. So now everybody has to, they all have to be on the same page. Yes. You mentioned a great name yesterday, which I don't know if it'll become available or not, but there's others in the mold. Jason Kelsey from the Eagles. I bet they go get an old center. And I'm not saying he's got to be late 30s, but somebody that's not even just fresh off the first contract, 
He's going to be the leader of the O-line. He's going to call out every call, you know, because the new quarterback might not be able to do those things yeah. as well. You that's know? what they thought they were going to have with David DeCastro coming back. This right, year. right. A Good veteran example. on that. Right, that's right, what right. they thought they were, you know, and to, to his credit, I, thought, I think Trey Turner did some of that this sure. year. But DeCastro's been here forever. Right. It would have been different with David, I'm sure. And he had a, he had a better resume, you know. Yeah, and, right. You know, Pro bowler. I mean, right. he's a better player. Um, you know, now. And he's, from, he's not the new guy. Right. You know, that's he, the problem. That's is the it, right. he, this guy's coming in and learning this mm-hmm. at the same time you are. And that might be a problem next year. I mean, if they do get a new center, he's going to have to be the new guy. He's going to have to be respected, you know, before he gets here almost. But, uh, you know, again, a, a guy like a Kelsey is – that respect is – Everyone knows who he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just won a Super Bowl. He's, right, he's, right, right, right. He's all pro this year. There's a chance he's a <laughs> Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I do so think you do pay like a little extra sense. for guys like that. Without question. Without question. I mean – if he's going to turn Dotson and Green and your third round picks careers, you know, pointing up more than just the O line coaches, in addition to, well, he's worth a lot. You just can't put, you know, it's not going to show in the stats. Yeah, I mean, that was you know when, when the Steelers gave Cam Hayward a contract extension, uh, there were there were people out there screaming about that. What are they doing? That he's thirty two years old. Why? Right. Like his value goes beyond. Just what he does on the field, which and what he does on the field is still pretty damn good. It's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, they'd have been in real big trouble without him. Yeah, I mean, if they gave it to another defensive line. But the 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 voice in the locker room, right? The, the steadying voice, the voice on the sideline, mm-hmm. um, it goes. You know that I don't know. I don't know what that's worth. None of but it, it's worth a lot. It, it's yeah, and it's worth a lot to this organization. And there's some organizations that don't value that, and they tend to lose a lot of games. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. You know, right. Uh, there's a formula here, and that's part of it. You know, part of if, if you look at, let's use the Browns for an example. Mm-hmm. They got very young. They 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 basically, when the new regime, the latest regime came yeah. in, got rid of everybody. Everybody. They let you. They they cut Joe Hayden. I mean, guys like Mitchell Schwartz. Yeah. Who you know was won a ton of games for the Chiefs at right tackle. You couldn't use a starting right tackle. Couldn't with, use Joe Hayden with Johnny Manziel or whoever your quarterback. I remember be, looking. Hayden, at, right? Yeah. Looking at their roster a couple of years ago, and they had nobody on their team that had been been there longer than like two years. That's what I was about to say. Is then you have no homegrown talent. Who's your voice? Right. Who's your right. voice that's been there for a while, even if it's a new coach? I mean, not everyone's going to have three coaches in my lifetime situation. Right. But like Jacksonville, even the the one good year they had where they came up here and won, they hired a bunch of mercenaries. Yeah. That didn't weren't there for the long haul. They put in a year, and you know they were bounty hunters in a way. You know, I mean, that's one of the problems with free agents is and now no they're back to stinking own. again. Now yeah. they're back to stinking again, to no fault of their own. But when you sign a bunch of free agents, they're in it for the money. You know, right. as, as anyone would be. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you have too many of that, then you don't have the you know the 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 leadership and the stability. Yeah, who's the guy that that, that comes in and says, "No, we don't do that here." Mm-hmm. Anything's on the board because you could right. do anything. You know, well, we did it this way in Carolina. We did it that way in Arizona. We, you know, they're all yeah. bringing that into your locker room. And we're gonna hear and new not ideas. Not all of it's good. Not all of it's good, right? Or familiarity with the division. You know, mm-hmm. we go to Cincy every year and we stay here, and this is where you go, and this is why. You know, like oh, I didn't know about that. You know, I mean, it's I don't know little things. Yeah, I mean, that's important. They 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 might be little things, but they stack up, and as they continue yeah, yeah, yeah. to stack up, they can become a problem. And all of a sudden, you have a, a a mountain of this paperwork that just crumbles, crumbles, and there's falls just, over. There's no table sitting there's, on. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no, no foundation, foundation yeah. without question. This this team has a foundation, and if you listen to really people that know the league and how to win, that's the hardest thing to get and the most coveted thing to get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 
I don't think when Belichick retires, he's gonna. They're just gonna hand it to some random coach. He'll probably go to McDaniel's. You know, what I mean, he knows the Belichick way. Now, you know, all these things. You know, yeah. There's something to be said for that. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, Art Rooney talked about it uh, in the preseason when we spoke with him uh, um, over at Heinz Field. Um, you know, I asked him like, you know, what was the why did you feel like you needed to give Mike Tomlin a three-year extension this year? Mm-hmm. He said, "Well, we, you know, we're going to be into a, going into a transition period here, right? And we want Mike to be the guy who leads into that transition." Makes perfect Tomlin sense. Tomlin talked about it when he when he was asked about John Harbaugh before the last game. You know what? What do you you know what do you think of John Harbaugh? Because you know the the I have a ton of respect for that guy with what he's built, the, the environment, the right, the, right. the culture that he's built there. You know what to expect from the Ravens every year. Every year. There's... You know what to expect from the Steelers every year because of the foundation that's been built. Yep. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you out there listening hate the Ravens. You think anyone out there thinks the Ravens are going to win five games next year? I don't care what happens. <laughs> They're not going to win five games next year. You know, like, I, I forget who I was listening to. I was, it was, it was Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks today, and they were talking about the Steelers, and they were going through all the teams that got eliminated this week. And they're like, well, one of the problems of the Steelers is – they're never going to be a five or six win team. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like blowing it up's the different. You know, he went. He was eight and eight without a quarterback. They won nine games this year with a shell of a quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're so you almost be- you almost have to make if you're going to go the rookie route. Mm-hmm. And this might not be a good year to do it, but you almost have to make all that, the names aside. Yeah, you know the names aside. Just look at the rankings mm-hmm. of of who's rated where. Um. There's nobody in the top ten. That may change. I think it will, but there isn't now. There isn't now, right? And if there isn't now, that's because they probably don't belong. There's no one that's overwhelming. No, I mean, right? And everyone has a different number one. There's and, no Patrick you know, Mahomes here. There's no. no, and even Patrick Mahomes coming out wasn't. No, he was a 13th pick in the draft. It was yeah. tenth. He was tenth. The tenth pick and, in the draft, and, and Deshaun Watson was twelfth. Yeah, right, right, right. But you have to be aggressive to go get those guys. If you, if they, if the Steelers identify, okay, we think. Player X Willis, pick is it, our guy. Strong, Doesn't matter who whoever, it is. Right, right, right. You, and you say that's your guy. Mm-hmm. you got to be aggressive and go get him. See, I think that's a possibility. Is I have no idea how the offseason is going to play out. There's been some reports, and if you had to bet who the Steelers starter is going to be, the, the shortest odds are Rudolph. Well, if draft season's here, with all respect to Mason, and they haven't added a name, I bet their thoughts are, we're going to either be happy with one of three of them at 20, or we've talked to team 12, 13, 14 to go get what they hope is Mahomes, but right. whoever their their favorite guy. Even if it's, again, you're going to get Watson or you're going to get whoever. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, you know right. Sitting on your hands and, and hoping that Aaron Rodgers falls to you at 23. Right, when you don't need a quarterback. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's not going to work. Um, but uh, uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, too, Mel Kuyper's very doubted, and he's been doing this a very, very long time. Um, by no means is what he says gospel, but I was listening to his podcast on the way here, too. And a couple things he said, I guess he's working on his first mock. And he's like, I think the over-under first-round quarterbacks is four. You know, it's three and a half or four. He's like, I really think that there probably won't be one in the top ten, but we know how this works. No one thought Daniel Jones was going in the top ten in right. January either. And when you get to... The Steelers' neighborhood, Minnesota, and a lot of these teams, or the Lions or Texans or a team like that that's picking 33 that has a bunch of other stuff that can move the 20, they're going to start going. Yeah, I mean, right. you know, 
and some of them are going to hit. Some of them are going to hit. Some right. of them won't. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the reality of it. Uh, but you know, if, if there's if they identify a guy yeah. that they want that that they have to have, then you go get him. Then you go get him. And I know people say, "Well, that's not the Steeler way." Well, they haven't been in this situation. You don't mm-hmm. necessarily trade up to go get. Like I think they, they identified Najee Harris, right? But were they willing to give up extra picks to get him if right. he would have fallen? That balance, Probably not for a running back. That's that balance that Mike Tomlin talked about. Today, right, right, right. That, there's okay, a price. Yeah, there's a price to be paid. Is it worth it for a defensive tackle? Well, no. There's eight other defensive tackles in this draft mm-hmm. that we like. Right, right, right. So we don't have to do that. Do you have to do it for, you know, a safety? Well, no. There's, you know, it's 12 other guys that we like at that position. Right. When they did it with Devin Bush, they identified two. There was two, and yeah. they weren't getting either at 20. Right. You know, so they, they made the move to go get now, it. But yeah. there was, you weren't getting him. You know, I mean, there's no doubt about it. And I'm sure the, the same will be true in the quarterback world. The, the chances of the 20th pick coming up and them saying, that's what do. Right. It's quarterback. They're quarterbacks. Yeah. There's one they like better, and the team 21 might like the other one better. I mean, it's just the way it goes. I mean, two of us Herbert at four versus five, or five versus six a year ago. Yeah, who's to say? You know, I mean, it depends what you want to run, what you want to ask of them, too. Yeah. Know, or what you value most. It might well, be that, leadership. That, yeah, that's, be... a, that's a big part of it, too. Yeah. I mean, it, it can't be overstated. Or, you know, maybe if you do go the – maybe they don't do anything this year. Maybe they, mm-hmm. they just go sign a veteran guy and say, okay, we're going to – this isn't we the year. We don't like this crop. Yeah, we don't like this crop. We'll right. see, where, see where we're at next year. Absolutely. Or – you know, everyone thinks they're the smartest guy in the room, but maybe they love Sam Howell from North Carolina. Everyone thinks he's going to be an early second, and they're like, "But he's our favorite. We're, we're going to get him at 20. Right. You know? and, and you don't do anything. And you don't do anything, right. and you're real happy about it. And Mel and Todd say, "Boy, they could have waited on him." And then, but they got their guy. They got their guy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So it's it's going to be really just a super interesting uh, year. I, I'm, I'm, oh, it's going to be a blast. Yeah. I mean, free agency's not far away. Free agency's going to be fun. You know, the, the thing about it is, even in, in 2004, when they drafted Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. they weren't necessarily going into that draft looking for a quarterback. They had mm. Tommy Maddox on the roster. They still had Cordell Stewart. Uh, they, yeah. You know, they had guys there. See, I always find this interesting is people now, 18, 20 years later, how dumb were they to think that Tommy Maddox was, you know, okay at the time? These guys don't have, you know, foresight. Like, since Ben's retired, I've answered this 4,000 times. Why didn't your Browns take Ben the year before? I'm like, because they thought Jeff Garcia was good. <laughs> yeah. And he had, had he been was good a pro, up until He was then. a pro bowl was, quarterback. They just gave him big money. You know, they thought he was good. They didn't think they needed a quarterback for a year or two. And they had a third-round pick they kind of liked. You know, do they regret it now? Of course. You know, but <laughs> they don't tell you those things on draft day. Well, I mean, they, the guys you yeah. have aren't that good. They tried to do it the other way mm-hmm. for a number of years, taking these quarterbacks in the, in the Whedon and Manziel 20s, and on yeah. and on and on. Right, and, right, right. You know, thinking they were the smartest guy in the room. Exactly. exactly. Instead of just taking the, the layup, taking right, the guy right. that, okay, this guy's going to be a stud. Let's get him, right. Yeah. You know, Take the Miles Garrett or, you know, whatever yeah. it is, right. Um, so, you know, there it, it's – you have to trust the process. You have yeah. to trust the guys the who are right. in charge, the evaluators. I don't – I can't think of anybody out there um, that you, you you would trust more to do this than Kevin Colby. Exactly, right. I mean, we haven't seen them go quarterback shopping in a long time, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be good at it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? In terms of – I'm not spending this much on that free agent, but I'll give you this. And I'm sure they'll have some solution in place, as we always talk about, before the draft, 
with an open-ended open-ended flush to hit that if one of these two suits fall, I'm going to cash in big, but yeah. if not, I can I'm not going to lose my shirt. Yeah. Doesn't know? mean they'll be right about it, but no, right, you know, right. It's, it's an inexact science to be sure, especially at that position. Especially at that you position. You can't Part of me thinks you can plug in anyone to a good situation and they won't fall on their face. Yeah. You know, or you can plug studs into a bad situation and they might fall on their, they still could fall on their face. Well, again, it's that foundation that we're talking uh, exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, poor Trevor Lawrence goes to Jacksonville where Bo- Burrow overcame that to me. I mean, my only worry about Burrow after a year or so was can he stay healthy and is this organization going to well, bring him down? They, he didn't overcome it last year. No, he didn't. they didn't win many games with him last year, even before he, he took got a hurt. beating and he took a know, beating. He and looked got like hurt. he belonged, yeah. but it wasn't like, boy, this guy's going to. But they continued to continued to build the nest for him. They spent money in free agency mm-hmm. and on smart money in free agency. They actually did spend some money. Yeah, yeah right, absolutely. You know, and to go get the shape. DJ Reader and guys of that nature mm-hmm. and build that defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Now they got to build. He was most sacked quarterback in the NFL this year. Yeah. Still. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, their line's bad. I mean, it's just, you know, he's already taken 100 sacks in his career. And, over, and he's already had a major injury. Too, yeah. You know, right. So that has to be a concern. You don't I mean, want I love that. them. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they're, it's not out of the woods yet. Right. Yeah. So interesting. Uh, we'll continue to track that, of course, all season long. In a couple of weeks, I will be at the Senior Bowl uh, looking at some of those prospects. They, yeah, it's a good crop, too. Yeah, five the of the uh, right. five of the, uh, the guys who are pe- being talked about as potential first-rounders. Mm-hmm. Are going to be in that game. Going to be there, right? Yeah. Right. So I'm mean, I'm interested to see, see that. we can practice too. Yeah. Uh, interesting thing is I think it's it's uh, Pickett, Ritter, and who's the third? Is one? it Willis or How or Strong? Strong. I think they're all. I think those they're on the same team. I think those three are on the same on the, the the same roster. So you get to see those guys basically running with the same receivers. I mean that's huge. Oh, it's huge. And what's What's huge, and you'll get a chance to see this even though if you're not on the field, watching guys throw next to each other yeah. is really important. That's watching a the ball big thing come out the of their com. hands. Watch the ball come out of their hands. One of the first senior bowls I went to, Jay Cutler came out, and there was other good quarterbacks that year. I forget who they were, but it was like, whoa, that guy can sl- – he's different than yeah. everybody else here. You know, He and really was different than everybody way. else. <laughs> right, right. I mean, talent wasn't an issue for Jay. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to take a break. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio.